you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, it's Jackie Marie Carr here, and this month we are starting a brand new topic of conversation, and our theme this month is on peace, and what an amazing topic for this time of year when everything is just seemingly can somewhat be chaotic at times and just all the hustle and bustle and all the festivities and activities. And I know being in the ministry for so many years, um, it has always a stressful season. And um, anyways, it does not have to be. God wants us to have peace all of the year around. And one thing he promised us when he came is that he came to give us peace. And so today I want to talk about peace in God's promises. So three biblical reasons you can know God's promises are for you. And this is all about being able to have God's peace. And he promises that to us, but there's tons of promises in the Bible, but God's promises to us of the Messiah has to be my favorite. God's promises of the Messiah is one the Jews were looking for, and we know that Jesus Christ fulfilled every word and prophecy. I believe that knowing God's promises to us as believers is crucial for living a peace-filled, joyful Christian life. When I was a young Christian, I became so excited as I was growing, thinking that the more righteous or good I became, this would bring me closer to the Lord. If everything was perfect in my life, surely God would hear my prayer and fulfill the promises that I would claim. Sounds kind of like religion, doesn't it? If my good works outweigh my bad works, surely one day I'll make it. How many times have we heard that? Well, I knew better than that because salvation is by grace alone and placing your faith in the finished work that Jesus did on Calvary when he died and rose again the third day, according to Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. But as a Christian, I really lived with the same mindset. I've heard so many scriptures taken out of context from the Old Testament and did not truly know my identity in Jesus Christ, who he says I am. When I was going through a tough season in my life, I really began studying the New Testament. I begged God to make sense of what I was learning. Ephesians 1 was a starting starting point of really learning how treasured I am to God. How salvation is so much more than just a free ticket to heaven. I know it's getting close to Christmas, and to me, this is the perfect topic preparing our hearts and minds for all that Jesus did for us. Scripture says in Ephesians 2.12 that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. Without Jesus, we would have no hope of God's promises. Before Jesus, all of the promises of God were for the Jewish people. Many times people ask, how can I get closer to God? I think that's a good question, but an easy answer. Some people will say, if you stop doing A through Z, you can be close to God. Or if you start doing A through Z, you'll be a better Christian. Well, now that we have Jesus... Let us look biblically at what God's word says about that to us, the Gentile people who have been saved. Ephesians 2.13 says, But now 
in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. I believe there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in his word. But oh, what power we have in the blood of Christ. Because Jesus was our sacrifice for sin, God's promises are that we can be close to him. How come it feels like sometimes that we aren't close to him? Because God's word says that we are supposed to be renewing our mind daily. We are to let this mind be in you, the mind of Christ. When my husband and I were first married, he would tell me often, Jackie, the Christian life is all about faith. I would struggle feeling so overwhelmed with certain things, and I really began learning more about my faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him, Scripture says. If you feel like you are not close to God as a Christian, it has little to do with the fact you feel like a mess up or failure or all the other lies you have believed about yourself. The lies you have come to believe about God or you'll never be a good Christian or you just don't fit in with church people are not are just not biblical. Ephesians 2:14 says, "For he is our peace, who hath made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us. I'm going to read that verse again because it is amazing. The first verse I read talked about how the blood of Christ is what brings us to him. And then Ephesians 2.14 says, For he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall partition between us. Before Christ, man needed a priest. Man had to kill animals to pay for his sins. Yet once Jesus came, he was our lamb once and for all. There is nothing standing between you and the Savior except your lack of faith or maybe even the understanding of what he has said. That's why God's word is so important. Because when we read it, study it, memorize it, and listen to preaching, it strengthens our faith. Romans ten seventeen says, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. People would get along with each other if they just understood who they were in Christ. There would be so much more kindness in the church. Ephesians continues to deal with this topic. If you read chapter 4, starting in verses 3 through 6, he says, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. When Christians are unkind, it's as if they are stabbing or cutting themselves and even worse doing this to Christ. Christians are one in Christ. That's why he tells us to be like-minded. We are all supposed to be living in the mind of Christ, not our flesh. Our flesh wants to bite and devour one another. Our flesh didn't get saved. It's wicked. One day, we will have a glorified body. But until then, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And that's another one of the sweet promises we have as Christians. He will never leave you or forsake you because his spirit is literally inside of you. No matter what evil thing has happened in your life, you can still live a life that is close to God. Jesus Christ absolutely abolished and obliterated 
anything that could come between you and him. Ephesians 2.15 says, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. You know why we can have peace in Christ? Because God's promises were were fulfilled. He did it. It is finished. The separation of God and man that happened when Adam chose sin in the garden. So what are we going to do with this information? The next few verses tells us. Ephesians 2, 16 through 18 says, And that he might reconcile both unto God and one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. And came and preached peace to you, which were far off, and to them that were nigh. For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. This verse does not say that when you have all your ducks in a row, or you have confessed all your sins, you can be close to him. God's word promises us that we have access to the Father through Jesus Christ. And we know that's because of what? His blood. It tells us in the beginning of the chapter in Ephesians. So what keeps us drawing near to him? Maybe it's giving into our flesh. Maybe it's laziness or even pride, thinking that it's something we can muster up ourselves. He preached peace to the ones who were far away from him and to the ones who are already close to him. We shouldn't feel like a stranger in his presence. We don't have to. We can be in his presence continually. If that were not true, he would have never told us to pray without ceasing. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, Ephesians 2.19. If you have Jesus Christ, he says you are not a stranger or a foreigner. I hope this thought encourages you to draw close to God. He's there. His promises are for you. His peace are, is for you. If you don't feel him, the battle starts in your mind. Knowing God's promises and truths he has given to us as Christians is crucial to casting down every dart the enemy throws at you. So I hope you guys will continue to listen this month with our theme on peace. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.